episode 267. We are your hosts. I'm Hector. I am Jason. Matt. Ian. Mind Grenade is a pop culture-based show that dives into TV, movies, music, comics, and a whole lot more. All right. So we do have a lot. We have a lot and a lot more. <laughs> uh, we've got fucking a ton of trailers that just dropped. We've got an update on our Rotten on the Vine, uh, Rotten Tomatoes prediction game. We have, I've got a couple uh, crossing the streams kind of uh, recommendations, but uh, I think you guys might have I some stuff one, too. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah, that'll be the episode today. Um, we got the entire crew back. I haven't seen Ian in forever. It's been like years. Been, yeah. Yeah. It's been a long time. Um, I wanted to do a little bit more catching up because I, I talked about it on my on the episode I did by myself a little bit, but um, my trip to Puerto Rico, and that's why one of the episodes was one week we were late, or I was late with the uh, episode. Um, yeah, man, uh, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. I, I flew out of Chicago, um, had a layover in Florida, and then to Puerto Rico, and it went it was pretty uneventful the entire trip there. Um, did you do any rowdy shit on the airplane? Um, <laughs> It was like, uh, take off your shirt in the mid-flight. I know, right? Just keep my face mask on, but just, yeah, just you know, completely naked, right, except and just the face mask. Of course, <laughs> you got to be safe. And uh, it's fun. It's I know there has been kind of an uptick lately here in the states, uh, but we've been mask or we've relaxed the mask mandates the last couple of months, right here in the mm-hmm. states. But in Puerto Rico, it's full on still, so it's kind of like confusing a little bit trying to figure out where my head's at. Mm-hmm. Because there, you have to, anywhere you go into a Starbucks or anywhere, you got to wear a face mask. But, um, um, so, ooh, Starbucks there for Starbucks here. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, it's not as bad as it could be. Uh, and I reward them whenever they're like, whenever I don't have to coach them up, I'm like, fuck yeah, here's $5, like for a tip, you know? Um, but it's, it wasn't that bad. Um, they have fucking marijuana, to, like, I didn't know they had marijuana dispensaries down there. Oh, it's it's like here in Illinois, it's uh, legal for uh, uh, recreational, yep, right? Yep. But it, but it, but we eased into that, right? Wasn't we had dispensaries, mm-hmm. and then and then it op- eventually yeah. they opened it up entirely for recreational use as right. well. Uh, in Puerto Rico, I know Puerto Rico is like a a port for like illegal drugs, like from South America to the United States. So when I've lived there before, like even marijuana is like there's zero tolerance, like. You get busted for it. You get the book thrown at you. Uh, so I was like surprised. I was coming out of a Starbucks and I'm parked and I saw it's hilarious because I was like, is that a dispensary? And then out of it came out the most stereotypical Rastafarian looking Puerto Rican dude. <laughs> like the fucking, um, the, 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 uh, the dreads, the, uh, tie dye shirt, everything, the fucking fanny pack. I was like, buddy, why has everybody got to be a fucking cartoon character of themselves these days? <laughs> like, we have to let everybody know what we're up to. You what? just hear like jamming in the background. <laughs> yeah, the steel drums and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it was a, it was a really good time. Uh, oh, man, I had Cuban sandwiches while I was there, and they were fucking excellent. That sounds very awesome. Add, which I wasn't sure where to find here, like some really good fish tacos, like good fish tacos with the fucking uh, shredded cabbage. I, I found some there. Um, there was a. Uh, we went we went on a boat trip to one of the smaller islands. My sister, my brother-in-law, and the kids. And once we got to this little island and snorkeling and stuff like that. But uh, on that little boat trip um, off the main island, 
I mean, they were fucking like serving up drinks. Like it was, in, it was like a full on party. Like, Hey, you got enough to drink. It's like, I got a drink on me, buddy, but thanks. <laughs> it was um, like just one. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. They, and they, uh, they, they, I mean, it, it was, it was a bunch of American people. There's like, yeah, it was, uh, yeah. You have two hands. I'm like, you want to do a rail? Excuse me? I know, right, yeah. Well, that was funny was because there's a sign that says this is a drug-free boat. And I get it. Like, alcohol is is a drug, but it's socially acceptable. But I was like, man, like, because if we were just drinking casually, it was one But they were fucking slinging drinks everywhere. I was like, uh, but. Uh, like so Snorting the beer and shooting up the beer, too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of party going on there. So that was really nice. Um, I've noticed that the water. In Puerto Rico, there were some spots where it got kind of like um, aquamarine, like a blue, bluish green. But I noticed the water in Puerto Rico looks more green, blue. And then when you go to Hawaii, it's like blue, blue. like blue, like yeah, real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Did you guys hear that? I did. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Man, that was in the apartment next door. Yeah. Uh, I hope that's listeners. A, that's a dusty ass <laughs> Yeah, I'm keeping that into the uh, um, recording. They must be in the hallway. Yeah. Uh, so, um, so from that, when we got back to the main island, we were looking for a place to eat. We find this super nice restaurant that was it called Sal y Pimiento or something like that. Salt and pepper, I think was the name. But it was a super nice restaurant. But when we got there on a Tuesday night, it was fucking packed. Like. My brother-in-law was talking to the hostess and kept asking her how long it would take. And she's like, I, I don't know. And he was like, no, give me a ballpark. He said, I don't know. I was like, buddy, I, I stopped him. I was like, dude, that means two hours. Like, don't, she's not giving you a time because she doesn't want to tell you an hour and then whatever. Right. Yeah. So he said, fuck that. So he went to this fucking super nice, like, bar situation that was like a cantina so there weren't any walls or anything so it's a big 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 cantina type uh, bar area super clean super nice karaoke the stereo everything some areas outside and that's where i had the fish tacos and um and i also had a salmon sandwich that was really good um it's more hard to say than it is same same <laughs> sandwich, sandwich same sandwich, sandwich. So. uh <laughs> They sandwich. Have, they have the, they have this stuff called mofongo, which is that plantain, uh, like plantains, but then you like mm-hmm. grind them down into this kind of it's like a paste, like a pa- yeah, and then you I don't know what you put into it to mold it, and uh, it's called mofongo. Sounds like an insult. Yeah, you dirty mofongo. <laughs> That's Jason's new name. Um, but my I brother-in-law like had a burger with the mofongo as the buns and stuff. It was it was decadent huh. um, at this restaurant. It's called El Toritos. Anyway, I'm saying all this. Now, if a listener calls me up and goes, hey, and takes me up on this offer, I'm going to be like, yeah. But if you guys ever go down there, like my parents, you know, when you do a, when you do a, uh, 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 what are those called? The Airbnb? Yeah, Airbnb. Airbnb. A good one. The hosts will just be right at like when they when you need them, they're there, but they're not hovering over you. Mm-hmm. My parents would be that way. My parents are super cool. They know all the fucking beaches, like all the nice beaches because they they're retired and they'll head up every other weekend. They'll go, oh, I heard about this beach, so let's go over there, and they they know which ones are the nice ones, and they know where all the good foods at. Like they'll give you, they'll, they'll, yeah. they've been to shitty places and they'll tell you, ah, you know, but then they'll tell you which the super nice places are like in old San Juan, 
So, um, do places still have hostels? Do those still exist? I'm staying in a hostel in Colorado this month. Yeah. Really? Do you think anybody changed their hostels to be more like the movie, just <laughs> as like a theme? It's like a horror theme. Yeah, no, I mean, like, be like, oh, people might want to come come to this. Right, but the hostel like, in the movie's not bad. I mean, the yeah. porn part's still there, but not the torture yeah. part. I mean, it could be like torture, but they don't actually kill anybody. It'd just be, it's just kind of like you know, you just want to go and get a little torture. Like I'm gonna drip a this little, candle, just a little, yeah, just, just a little, little torture. Like, oh yeah, it hurts. <laughs> oh god, um, I'm gonna isolate that and use it, man. The uh, yeah, that movie completely ruined hostels. For me. Like I don't trust a hostel mm, now. Yeah. Like. But, uh, that's funny how a movie can do that. Yeah, right? yeah. like somebody has no connection to it whatsoever. You're like, if I stay you here, somebody's definitely gonna rip my eyeball out. <laughs> that's a, it's a hundred percent assured. I yeah. see you looking at me over there, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it's like going to New Zealand and expecting it all to be Lord of the Rings. Yes. <laughs> Which, by the way, they announced the uh, little bit old news. It's just in. They just announced the uh, release date for the Lord of the Rings series on Amazon. It's uh, September 2nd of 2022. Okay. So, yeah, next year, uh, September. And uh, that's too exciting. It's still too far away. (laughs) And we'll be talking about it from now till then. But it's exciting that they do. They put up a still, like some photography and stuff like that. But yeah, it would be awesome if you, I mean, the tourism in New Zealand would just be crazy if. um, I think it already is. Somebody was telling me that. like when you go to Hobbiton, they like rush you through it. You can't even spend like ten minutes. They like All right. slowly. There's like, other people that want to see it. Yeah. yeah, they're like really polite to you for the first nine minutes, and then when the clock Get hits the ten, they're out. like, "You guys are fucking nerds. Get yeah. out of here, man." <laughs> and there's just some random person trying to sell you knockoff Lord of the Rings. It's like Peasant of the Rings DVDs. <laughs> the uh, apparently there is a feast there though, and that's worth it. So it lets you sit down and eat dinner and drink. Elevensies. Yeah, uh, I have a post. Second lunch, second yeah. Lunch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's exciting for that Lord of the Rings. Uh, me and Jason were wondering if uh, if it's going to be like Game of Thrones, this new Lord of the Rings series, but like plus or minus boobs and mm. violence, or hopefully Jason was holding mm. out for the boobs, but um, yeah. I, I don't, I don't will, blame him. There will probably be some man boobs, but <laughs> well, that's, that's what I'm it. holding out for. I mean, yeah. the, what? How? What's the shaft situation? Because <laughs> that's the real comparison. Covering all, just covering just all wizard shaft. Is yeah. it is it more R rated or unrated if you have a shaft and a boob in the same shot? They cancel each other out. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's yeah. not oh, rated at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the series is supposed to be like in the previous age of what we saw in the movies and uh, i guess the silmarillion is what uh, they're mining like the for information machine. yeah yeah mm-hmm. um i was uh yeah i was saying earlier before recording that uh, i've tried to read because i've read the lord of the rings books and the hobbit but like silmarillion is like super it's it's like reading a history book like it's i have that same problem with the bible <laughs> well that's what i was gonna say i was gonna compare it to the bible because it is very like dense and like this person begat this person is like, ugh. but uh, yeah, um, I'm super excited because yeah, like the to find out what Sauron was up to when he was creating the rings. I mean, you know, we knew what he was up to, but like, mm-hmm. it'd be cool if they like show him and Mordor and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so uh, I wanted to. Do you think uh, he went to Jared? 
<laughs> to Jared to get like yeah, uh, that's how he gets some extra. His ring there it is, that. Matt. <clears throat> He's back. <I> can't. <laughs> He's back. <laughs> Ian of all people is like the biggest Lord of the Rings fan here. He's gonna make that low of a Lord of the Rings joke. <laughs> Yeah, because you were in the Bible. Uh, the Bible, that was a good one, right? <laughs> this is like during the show, he's gonna hold up the the One Ring, the rule of them all, and it's gonna be like this this like intense ambient music, and this side character's gonna be like, he went to Jared. <laughs> <laughs> a nice little commercial there. Mm-hmm. Um, we're uh, our uh, Rotten on the Vine, the Rotten Tomatoes prediction game we've been playing. Um, we've got somebody, a couple of people in the lead. I'm really frustrated with the Jungle Cruise one. Yeah, we're oh man, yeah, you're what yeah. <laughs> you Well, because look at the audience score. Yeah, yeah. That pisses right. me off so much. Yeah. We made I mean, it very clear, Ian, that's yeah, not what no, we're predicting. But that means that the movie's actually genuinely fun. Yeah. Like yeah, I don't watch it when it's free. Percent. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean for sure. Yeah, it. Transformers was fun. They did not get a ninety something <laughs> on the audience score, so Jungle Cruise. Jungle. And, a, and like a sixty something, seventy ish. You know, rotten score with yeah. the night. That means that critics are like, you know, not critic acclaimed, but go still watch the it. movie, Ian. Yeah, we get it, man. Okay, yeah. Transformers. We got robots in disguise. We got Dwayne Johnson in disguise. It's all the same thing. Wait, why is there robots in there? Transformers. Mm-hmm. Oh, we just okay. mentioned that. Stay, like, Stay with us. Stay with us. So, yeah, it's got a 63 uh, critic score and a 93. So, it's probably pretty just kind of go it probably it's probably more like a 70 something mm-hmm. if we were like just to go down the middle there um, oh, somebody might have guessed a 70 yeah something. yeah no, yeah. So, oh, so if we're just using if we're just going with the jungle cruise and we're not um adding in su- the suicide squad score that's uh, hasn't settled yet there's some scoring going on going on for a suicide squad but it hasn't settled where it's going to end up settling the the jungle cruise one i think it i think it the the crit the the score started at a sixty three and stayed at a sixty three. I think like it seemed like it didn't move too yeah. much, right? Because sometimes you'll see something. It didn't get like an eighty, and then a week and a half later, it's like a seventy four. Yeah, or something like that, right? So the, uh, Jungle Cruise stays at sixty three. The fucking Suicide Squad's got like a ninety six mm-hmm. or something crazy like that, with only like ninety reviews or something like that. I uh, I think the first Suicide Squad movie ended up having like two hundred and seventy. Um, reviews total, so we've got some more reviews for this for this Suicide Squad to roll in. Does it but, come out this week? Yeah, it comes out this week, so we should probably after the weekend, it'll settle out. Um, but as of right now, with the Jungle Cruise, um, I predicted a 74%. Ian predicted an 80%. Jason predicted 70 um, His twin brother, Matt, uh, gave it a 70 uh, And uh, Matt's uh, lovely bride katie gave it a 72 so as of right now um jason has a seven matt has a seven katie has a nine i have an 11 and matt i'm sorry and ian has a 17 ian wait until free guy comes out and i'm making the same argument you just did (laughs) the audience said it was so good (laughs) this is (laughs) the audience was not even that great for it (laughs) i i i'm gonna lose on free guy to to matt it's because I went out on a limb the wrong direction. Matt yeah. went out on a limb in the right direction. I went out on a limb in the wrong direction. It's going to be the difference in this game. We'll see. <laughs> I don't have Matt. Matt thinks he's going to lose because I think I think I'm going to lose because of it. We'll see hmm. who's right in losing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're both you're both losers to me. Well, <laughs> well thank fair you. Fair enough. Ian. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> thank you for that gift. Mm. So, so uh, sweet. yeah. So as of right now, it's um, 
Uh, Matt and Jason are in the lead there with our Rotten on the Cruise game. Rotten on the Cruise? Rotten, Rotten on the Vine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rotten on the Cruise. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, The Rock ate a little bit something nasty before he got on the boat. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, that's like if Tom Cruise had leprosy. <laughs> Rotten on the Cruise. Oh, wait. Can you play that one out? I don't get it. <laughs> What? Le- leprosy is where leprosy. your limbs like rot yeah. off. Oh, okay. And okay, Tom Cruise, like so this like... week, rotten on the cruise. What's he losing? Oh, because his last name is <laughs> The jokes good. are less funny when we have to Man, explain no, them. No, that one legitimately would like right <laughs> over my head. That's like every joke Ian makes. Yeah. I'm so sorry, listeners. Mm. Oh, um, I'm good. not. So, uh, to, let's see, we're still on trending topics. Uh, I wanted to, um, I don't know if you guys have watched any of these. These are pretty new. Um, the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer, the newest trailer. Uh, and then just before we started recording, I just watched the new Venom Let There Be Carnage trailer. The Let There Be Carnage trailer looks like more of the same. Like it doesn't, like there's no like, oh, now I can tell what yeah. the tone of, no, it just looks like more craziness, which is fine. I don't expect very much from a Venom movie. More carnage. Can I ask, is there anywhere to stream the first Venom yeah, I've never seen the first. Oh yeah, one. it's oh, it's fun. Wow. Don't and, and I don't have to tell you this, but don't like think like Venom, keep your Venom, keep your expectations. Yeah, Venom. keep your expectations low on this one. Um, I'm just glad that they are making a second one to improve on this stuff. I, I like the first one, but let's see here. Um, I feel like this that movie is one one of those movies that like has just been forever ago and it never came to streaming. Otherwise, I would have yeah. watched it. It's got a 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. Nice. Um, What's the audience score? Let's see. <laughs> 81. Yeah, see? Ian. That's why you know it's a see? fun movie. Ian's, Ian's, he's, Ian is team audience. Full-on team audience. Yeah. Fuck those critics. Ian's with I, the audience. I, having watched it, it's more, it's more like... Yeah, it's yeah, more it's like more a, in between. It's, I'd probably give it like a 55, 54, 53, somewhere in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to watch it again, actually, which is a good sign. But uh, yeah, I don't know where it's a watch movie. Um, uh, no, nobody's got it. You got to rent it. What? And I don't, I don't know if it's worth. It's like you know what we should do. We should make the first one really hard to watch if somebody wants to go pay yeah, right? to watch the second mm-hmm. one. That's Especially a really smart marketing <laughs> decision. Um, you know what did look fun from the trailer was um, Woody Harrelson playing Carnage. Like oh Woody Harrelson please. yeah oh. and Carnage the the prior to getting the suit the Venom or the Carnage suit he's he's like a like he's like a full on like Hannibal Lecter serial killer so Cleese Cassidy right in Cleese the Cassidy. comics he's like a crazy yeah killer, just like right? completely yeah. psychotic like the Joker or somebody like that so to give him a Venom suit is just insane so that's what they're playing on with this new trailer. Um, and that drops, the movie drops on September 24th of this year. And uh, directed by um, Lord of the Rings alum, uh, Andy Serkis. Peter Jackson. No, that would be awesome. <laughs> uh, no, uh, Andy Serkis. With Serkis. the new one, with the two actors in here, yeah, I hope they lean more into dialogue, character building, and yeah. less into the, the special effects. And, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, which you're going to have 
and the special yeah. effects were fine in the last one. Uh, yes, but when you I, get I would two agree. Awesome actors like that. yes, like, I want. Oh yeah, Tom yeah. Hardy yeah. and and Woody Harrelson. Yeah, They're like here's two of the greatest actors of this generation. We're gonna CGI their whole bodies yeah. out, yeah. and we're yeah. gonna fist fight each other. Uh, it reminds time. me of like a sentient oil spill. The way that Venom does the whole man, boy, that sounds bad, doesn't it? He's like, anyway. fuck the penguins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then they have all those six pack plastic things all over the place during the movie as well for the ducks to get their heads <laughs> yeah. stuck in. Yeah. It's full on anti environmental movie. Just full on. Yeah, they need fun. to get, uh, what's his name in there from that 70s show? Uh, ba, 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 ba. Ashton Kutcher? No, didn't he play Venom in the shitty Spider Man? That's Spider-Man right. Movie? To- uh, Topher Grace. Yeah. Oh. God. What an awful movie. Toby McGrace. Those yeah. two should just merge into one human. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah, they Do we have uh, that technology now? That sounds like that would hurt. That's the next step after. I, uh, my brain cannot decipher uh, those two people. As something that could only be done at a hostel. Yeah. Uh, what, what, yeah. To combine the two somehow? <laughs> yep. You go to a hostel. Is that like and, a human centipede situation? <laughs> You're exactly right. Yeah, the, the the after deep fake after we've perfected that it'll be combining Topher Grace and uh, Toby Maguire, um, which uh, the deep fake did we talk about that with the Star Wars? There was a guy who did his own rendition of Luke Skywalker. Yeah, yeah I think we did talk, did about, we talk that. about that. One? Okay. I think we did. I know. Well, ta- I don't know about it on the podcast, but I know we talked about it. Did he just remove that scene from? Did he just take that scene from Mandalorian and then add himself? I think doing flips I think, and shit. Yeah, like, no, I think Matt talked about it. What the quarter crew. Redid yeah. It. yeah. Oh, yeah. They redid it. I'm pretty sure Matt talked okay, about yeah, it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Vaguely. I, I guess I just. I got another. Down. I'm going to save it for later, but I got a deep fake to bring up later, okay. too. I'll write that down just so we don't forget it. Um, so, uh, Jason, did you watch the uh, Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife? Yeah. So, trailer? do you think. So, do you think. Remember, my original theory was just from knowing the mine in itself that this containment system they had in the first two movies had to go somewhere. Okay. And then it was down there. So based on this last trailer you watched, do you think that's basically what's getting all hell brick? Well, because you saw those light streaks are very familiar. Remember when, remember yeah. when the containment center broke? I think it'd be a leap to yeah yeah. yeah so I'm to, wondering uh, if that's if I yeah. predicted it. It's because uh, the movie takes place like in the Midwest. It looks like this movie. I think so. I don't know. Right. I, I mean, I guess worried. it could be the countryside in uh, upper New York yeah, or some who, shit like who that. Knows? But, yeah, I'm not sure. Um. Yeah, this trailer gave you a lot more. So you did watch the entire thing, right? Mm-hmm. And you saw that at the very, very end, somebody picks up the phone and it sounds like Bill Murray. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, Bill Murray's in the movie. Like, Bill we already Murray. knew that. Uh, it was either that or Garfield. Yeah. <laughs> Could be Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I missed it when I watched it. I only watched the trailer once, but uh, Go- Gozer, or is it Gozer, the, the villain from the yeah. first movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he makes yeah. an appearance in this trailer. So they're throwing little Easter eggs into this trailer to get people to... Um, they're hitting just I don't, enough in us. Yeah, yeah, you know how those. Uh, yeah, at first the bobber was just kind of you know going up and down in the water for me, but <laughs> I, I, it's like it's under the water, so you can go ahead and reel me in because I'm fully taking. He's it. like it watching does. the trailer with his wife, and he's like, "Are your nipples tingling?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, it does look like a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. full on all three yeah. nipples tingled. For sure, yeah. <laughs> oh. So wait, I thought. <laughs> Long, long ago, when like the first announcement for it was made, you guys said it was like more of like a horror movie. Is that not? Uh, I don't remember that. But so I, it's I, like, know, I know it's supposed to come out in October or now it's November. Um, go ahead. You know, you know what this reminds me of, Matt? Is you know, remember when they brought this the Star Wars universe, the movies back to do episodes? What is it? 
17 seven, through yeah, four. Yeah. Or what, yeah. The sequels. Yeah. So you know how the next one kind of felt eerily similar to oh. A New Hope? I This movie, it, this it gives me a feeling like they're kind of, they're not going to do the exact same movie, but they're kind of, give it, they're going to use some of the same elements that made the first two movies Are they successful. doing like a team of four? I, I don't one know. Of them, no, one no, of them it, is black. Some of the like, themes of it, yes, but I think the story's like, it's not going to follow like a actual team of I, I don't know maybe it will but it, it doesn't it, seem like that would that. be like a misstep i think yeah. that's part of what went wrong with like the ladies i don't version. yeah like, i don't i don't think we're getting like a full-on team of four in uh jumpsuits yeah I th- but i think some of the themes they're going to use are going to be kind of yeah, reminiscent of, yeah. It, they shouldn't they shouldn't use the original movie in any franchise as like a blueprint for per se like do take stuff from it and you know and but, exactly yeah but don't like lay it out like a fucking uh blueprint and then be like okay well we got that okay we need who's this. the director but, for like this? uh the son of the original director oh, who they should have got taiko td well well <laughs> yeah he would have done the, the son the son uh ivan reitman and the son is jason jason reitman jason reitman has legitimately made like good movies like he he's not just Oh, I'm going to direct my first movie, and it's going to be my dad's Ghostbusters franchise. The guy, there's potential for it to be a great movie because mm-hmm. of the director. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know about how heavy duty they're going to go with the scares and stuff. I, I mean, kids, it's hard to kids, say. Kids, from kids, the trailer, and yeah. you know, kids like scares like that. Like yeah. I remember Goonies and and the original Ghostbusters. There was some, you know, jump scares and stuff the, in there. Yeah, the phantoms and stuff they use in the trailer are very reminiscent of what you saw, just kind of upscaled. In the first, remember the first movies, the way they did those, mm-hmm. they they CGI them to look like what you've seen before, but just better looking. So they they look they look a lot like what we saw before, but just you know, they now have the ability to make them look no, even like better. Yeah. Years of Here's my pitch: the next Ghostbusters movie, directed by the guy that did Hereditary. Ooh. God, I don't man. think that's the direction they went. <laughs> that'll that'll scar children forever. Yeah, like no, it's no, no, that no. movie scarred me already. Um, what's her name? I haven't watched it yet, but I, I know, um, cause I just watched, uh, you watched, uh, Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Um, what's her name? Uh, Pew, um, yeah, Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh was Midsummer. the lead in Ms. Samara. She's yeah. really good in that yeah. movie. She too. was great in, and um, and Black Widow. Like, they pretty much set her up to be the next Black Widow. And, and did you sit for the, um, end credit scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We're, yeah. Uh, but uh let's see okay so moving on so ghostbusters yes it like it got me excited more so for it now yeah. than i was prior to yeah i i, I it, it makes me feel like he's gonna do it right he's gonna take elements from his his dad's movies and make something new with it so without like yeah without completely changing what made the first two successful yeah which I mean, you can do both. You can make a good new movie and still use elements that from your first two. It we should just... we should do an episode where we like uh, we we do a little bit of research on our own before recording it, an episode. But just talking on sequels, just mm-hmm. like successful, what we consider would be, and we come up with examples of successful sequels. Because that mm-hmm. I didn't mind Force Awake. I, I liked Force Awakens, but mm-hmm. it was they were playing it fucking safe. <laughs> like for for sure um but anyway that could be another episode just right. sequels prequels like done right and the pitfalls yeah. um i'll bring a hundred page thesis on why <laughs> the last jedi <laughs> the last jedi yeah yeah for sure <laughs> What's your favorite movie of all time 
the, the Last Jedi was trending on Twitter uh, the other morning, and I just had to tweet, I'm going to watch The Last Jedi out of spite. Or is it for spite? I'm doing it to piss off other people who don't like that movie. He wants Even to do though that. I like it. Yeah, he wants to do that just so I can try to tear his thesis to pieces. <laughs> thesis to pieces. Thesis pieces yeah. is what he's going to end up eating afterwards. My th- the crux of my thesis would be that... Uh, I forgot the last movie now. The uh, oh, uh, uh, Rise, Rise of Skywalker, Skywalker uh, made yeah. the Last Jedi a better movie. Yeah, it helped it. Yeah, I can't, I'm not going to argue with because that. <laughs> relative to that piece of trash. Yeah, boy. Um, speaking of good movies, uh, um, well, um, and Ryan Johnson. Uh, we talked about this a little bit. I had to ask you, Matt, about what you thought was a good, because we were getting our brains twisted with time travel bullshit one of the last rec- episodes we were doing. You want to get Matt wound up? Yeah, you want to some time, fucking tra- time, I, I, time travel. I, I'd love to do, because you brought up Looper, and I agree, that's one of my favorite movies, and one of my, I think, one of the best time travel movies. 12 Monkeys was, reminded me a little bit of the time travel aspect of it. Like, it's very just like, bare bones they weren't trying to dazzle you with like you know with a time uh a time machine that looked like a delorean or whatever they were just like oh no this is just this is how you just jump into this thing and um but a looper what's that no i was gonna say or jump off the bed bump their head what was a what was a men in black three the he had to jump off a building right wasn't that the time travel in men in black three men in black three he traveled will smith travels in time to and then he goes and finds that, a young that sounds familiar tommy lee jones i've only watched oh, yeah. the sequels once yeah i've only seen the first one anyway one time. so yeah. they were doing what i'm talking about where they're trying to dazzle you with the time travel aspect of it instead of focusing on the story um looper uh i, I don't know like i've been wanting to like i was thinking maybe we can like take a month where on our at a, on our own time just watch looper like let's say Let's say this month, whenever we have a couple hours to watch it, watch Looper, and then a month later do a um, a commentary, a commentary track. So the first time you watch it on your own, whenever at your own pace, whenever you want to, and just take a couple notes here and there. And then the following month, we get together, we plan it just right so we can do a commentary on it. Because I don't know, that's a fucking, that's a fun ass movie, and it's got fucking layers and. I haven't seen it in so long. The only thing I really remember is the blunder is the nose. Yeah, when the guy's falling apart. No, the fucking oh. prosthetic they put oh, on. Oh, on uh, <laughs> I knew, it, I knew Go- what you were talking oh, about. Oh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> yeah. Um, but but I was gonna say Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, Bruce Willis, Paul Dano's in it. Um, Jeff Daniels, uh, Emily Blunt. It's got a really good cast. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. And and, and the, the story's got like la- like it's layered. Like there's like there's social um, stuff going like um, there's a scene where she's out on her farm and she thinks somebody's rustling around out in the corn at night. And then she falls over and she's got her blunderbuss or her gun with her, but she falls over and doesn't shoot. But then it's some mute person, homeless guy that just wandered out into the field and it's just kind of setting up tension for her. Right. But mm-hmm. because eventually people do come to the farm. But it's like the world's fucked, like because like uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character, spoiler alert, Bruce Willis's character was like homeless because it's just like mass homelessness and 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 famine and whatnot. 
um, in the in the states and probably all over the world. But that's just like one layer of what's going on with the story. That like I don't know, it'd be a fun movie to kind of like dig in and do a commentary track on. I don't know, but um, do you think there's anybody out there that doesn't think Dumb and Dumber when they hear D- Jeff? I know, Daniels? yeah, right, poor uh, guy. Uh, me? Do you think 101 Dalmatians? Oh, Jeff Daniels. Jeff Sorry, Daniels. I was thinking of Jeff Bridges. No, not Jeff Bridges. <laughs> Did I say Jeff? Why Bridges? would you think of no. Dumb and Dumber? No, I said, you Jeff said Daniels. No, yeah. You said Jeff. Okay. Uh, no, correct. Dumb and Dumber. Okay. All right. Just checking. <laughs> the, the dude? That's what, uh, I like, that's what I think of when I hear Jeff Bridges. Yeah. No, I think of Tron, actually. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Not, yeah. well, the new one, not the old one. Yeah, the, the new one. It was bad. The new one with Daft Punk. Yeah. That was a good album. I like that Daft yeah. Punk album. Um, uh, have you guys seen the new trailer for Doom? I was, that was the very, very, very next thing I was going to bring up. Uh, yeah, so... Um, good work, yeah. Before... We started recording and prompt us to jump on right away was that uh, I just watched uh, Denny Villeneuve, who is the director of the new Dune movie. Uh, I watched one of his older movies, Prisoners, and I'll talk about that on the next episode of the podcast that I, I'll do solo. But um, uh, this new Dune trailer gives you more like gives you more of a sense of the movie. Have you watched it, Matt? Or are you just saying clear? I'm not going to watch the trailers. Yeah. I already know the plot of the movie. Like, that's yeah. enough of a spoiler. Well, for me. Yeah. this this will be good because it'll really spoil it for you. no 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 this is this will uh get you more excited for the movie because it it, it it gives you more of the tone and uh it's more it it, it feels more like a, a blade runner 2049 more that kind of seriousness and more direct approach rather than the um david lynch kind of am i in a dream or what's going on type of approach that he takes with his movies and um, so I spoke about that a little bit on the last episode I recorded how, uh, David Lynch is very, in a, he's an auteur, his movies, you, in fact, they were going to try to get him to do Return of the Jedi, I think, which would have been fucking insane because David Lynch, like his movies are all like, yeah, they, they all seem like a dream. Like, like, and didn't he do, what did he do? Twin, um, a uh, Twin Peaks, Twin Peaks that's and, what I uh. Mulholland Drive, Lost Highway, um, Eraserhead, I think was one of those. Anyway, Classic. and he did the and he did the original Dune movie, and uh, so I was like, "Are we going to get something more like that, the J- David Lynch movie, or are we going to get more something more just straightforward like uh, Denis Villeneuve's current work?" And uh, and I was like thinking about Denis Villeneuve in the movies I've watched of his, and he could kind of be considered an auteur as well. Like he has his voice and his style, and um, but so I was watching Prisoners, and it was very, it was very real, like realistic. Kind of he does, he's not trying to like dazzle you uh, specifically. Like he's not trying to get these awesome fucking like angles with the cameras and all this. He's just straight. He's a storyteller, a straightforward storyteller. But at the same time, there is genre attached to it because that Prisoners movie is a thriller and has genre elements to it, kind of an angle to it. And Blade Runner obviously is a genre movie. Um, and I'm trying to think of other movies, but so I was comparing the two directors, uh, David Lynch and Danny Villeneuve only because the, after this new Dune movie comes out, they have both directed a Dune movie. But so I was comparing the two. And then I brought up before we started recording, I brought up to you, Matt, um, Enemies, which is another Danny Villeneuve movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm-hmm. And, and Jake Gyllenhaal. 
Okay, I see. I don't. I, I don't know very much. I, I know the movie has kind of weird surreal stuff in it. I think that's the movie I'm talking about. What's uh, the actual pronunciation of his last name? Is it Yeelan Yeelan Hall Yeelan Hall something like that? Yeehaw Yeehaw Jake Jake Yeehaw Jake Yeehaw Yeah, that's his country pronunciation of his name. Yeah, um, but clips I've watched of enemies has moments that I couldn't tell if they were a dream or not. So. I, I guess Denny Villeneuve can do kind of surrealist stuff, even though his style seems more straightforward. Um, so, but anyway, putting that all aside, the trailer, the trailer seemed like it lasted like five fucking minutes or something like that. It was a full on really? trailer. Mm-hmm. It was long. More sandworm? Yeah. Yeah. They okay. showed more, uh, which I like the design of this, of this for, it's a nor- like, it's, a normal sandworm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like you could catch like a episode one Star Wars type fish with that sandworm. Remember those giant ass fish in episode one of Star Wars where he's like, there's always a bigger fish. <laughs> oh, wasn't that in... What, what kind of look was that? <laughs> I was thinking like, I was like, I don't remember that scene at all. Phantom Menace. Jesus. He looked at me. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, what is this bullshit? You're... <laughs> I remember that scene from Waterworld. Yeah. Waterworld? You're not the same, but okay. Yeah. We'll go with that. Waterworld. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if those fish are big enough for this sandworm. Oh, that sounded <laughs> yeah. dirtier than I meant it to be. But uh, yeah, um, they, they, the, the main character, I don't know. I never read Dune, so I don't know. Paul Atreides, I guess, is the main mm-hmm. character. Um, and the girl that he's having dreams about, played by Zendaya, like they're front and center quite a bit. And everybody gets kind of a a, a little hero shot. You know, all the actors in the movie. There's a lot of fucking actors in this movie. Um uh, I'm not gonna go down the list, but there's a fuck. There's a lot of big actors in this film. Um, and yeah, it looks exciting. I hope it's. I hope it's it's good, and uh, it's got a lot of like. I guess it's really just what political intrigue, really, when it comes down to it. That's like the. That's what moves the plot, mm-hmm. but that's not really what it's about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there, there's more. There's more to it there. Um, I'm wondering. They've got to be setting this up for a franchise if it works. If if this first movie kind of. I mean, there's more books. There's right? a bunch of books, yeah. yeah. So I, I've said before on the podcast, the books are very hard to read. Mm-hmm. But I just discovered there's like a whole series of graphic novels. Oh, wow! Um, and there's a like a graphic novelization of the book, which that, I may pick up because yeah. I've always wanted to reread the book. But I'm serious, guys. The book is hard to read. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember. But a gra- but a graphic novel version of it would be especially if you've already read the book then yeah, I then yeah. I you guys no one can come at me and be like you should read the book. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a graphic one of the graphic novels that just follows the sandworm? <laughs> Maybe. The sandworms are actually incredibly important to I the know. plot. I'm not going to spoil it. Okay, I was going to say I, I, I almost it's, spoiled it. Um the uh does the sand I wonder if there's sandworm uh fanfic like you know rule 34 (laughs) oh i got it i was just looking for a more disgusted look on ian's face i finally got it (laughs) all right i'm done then i'm done i've finished that's all i wanted oh you finished great yeah Yeah, i was gonna say imagine (laughs) the people who were like hired to design the sandworms for this though because dune came out in what like 60 something you mean the 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 book book. yeah so they've been depicted for what what does that make it 60 years yeah, like uh, yeah. yeah, right, right, that right. Sandworms yeah. ready for retirement. They're like, you need to come up with an original design that mm-hmm. harkens back to like all the book covers and stuff that it's been on. Yeah, you know, um, that reminds me of uh, when before Lord of the Rings was made, the Peter Jackson movies, where like they had Orthanc, which is uh, Saruman's giant fucking tower, mm-hmm. um, 
and uh, there's a book cover to the two towers where one of the painters, I think one of the, I think the painter ended up working on the movie. Like Peter Jackson brought in everybody to do uh, uh, design work on the movies, but uh, there is a uh, iconic kind of pic, uh, painting of Orthanc, but it's only like the first two floors of Orthanc. And okay. that's all you see in the painting. And you see like Gandalf on his horse coming up to it or something like that. And uh, Peter Jackson was like talking to the painters and the people to design the rest of Orthanc, of the uh, the tower. He's like, man, I've looked at this since I was a kid and I've always wondered what the rest of the fucking tower looked like. And then they made it for the movie and I always thought that was cool. Okay. So yeah, back then with like Dune, I'm, I'm sure it, like the covers back back before they made the movie in the 80s had designs of well, just 120 one. years of fan art too yeah 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 do you think that that eye that saruman do you think that's what's on the dollar bill oh that would be cool and in middle earth mm-hmm. no on the dollar bill you know the eye that's on the pyramid oh so saruman like, sauron is like sauron. he's the he's part of the illuminati he is the illuminati he mm-hmm. he's running everything right now just like in lord of the rings that <laughs> eye at the top of that pyramid i guess yeah i guess so huh yeah <laughs> they couldn't make towers that tall back then speaking they had to of, compromise speaking of peter jackson mm-hmm. i stumbled upon last night uh this is going to tie into my music recommendation actually okay. uh i've been on like a beatles thing there's a Peter Jackson is doing a Beatles documentary. Oh, oh yes, I think I've and heard they've this, yeah. got they got like fifty something hours of like never before seen footage of like them in the studio just goofing around and just being wow. a band. I heard about this. this and uh, he on this, I think it was a YouTube video. Uh, maybe you could call it a trailer. He showed like just like a five minute little trailer, and it looks awesome. I'm super psyched for it. Hmm. And then also, I think maybe related or maybe not at all. There is another thing I found, I think, on Hulu with the what's the Rick Rubin yep. and Paul McCartney. Yes, just like I in, saw that. Just in a room with a mixing thing and all the masters for like the Beatles entire career. And they're just shooting the and shit. And they're just like shooting the shit with each other. Yeah. And then they play like a song or even demos and stuff yeah. and be like, what were you thinking when you did this and this? And it was super awesome. cool. And it's all episodic, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that is. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. I'd, lo- I'd love to be a fly on the wall. Like, you know, like... Um, Having a producer with that much experience, with that much like, he would ask the right questions. Right, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, and Paul, Paul seems very jovial even at his age. Right. And um, and likes to talk and likes to talk and doesn't feel like oh you're gonna ask me again about the Beatles. Like he doesn't. He, I'm sure he has his days because just like he's a human like we all we all are, I guess. Um, but he seems pretty approachable. Um, at you know, at the at the height of his fame, or not the height of his fame, being that famous and being at that age, you'd think he'd be like, oh, well, people just shut up already about the, but he doesn't seem that way, which is awesome. Um, the uh, the Beatles get back, which is yep. the November, Peter Jackson. yeah, November. It's free on uh, HBO Max, I think. Twenty five Disney Plus, Disney Plus, that's what it is. November twenty yeah. five. Oh, which means it's probably like thirty five fucking dollars. <laughs> yep, <laughs> Disney, you fucker. Well, was that uh um south park and they the mickey mouse on south park so, yes so. that's one of my favorite episodes of South Park. <laughs> um did you want to bring out you were gonna say something about deep fake oh well i guess i'll, I'll make my music recommendation uh-huh. i have two okay. actually but if you want to save yeah let's, the let's, end. let's save it uh okay. do we have any more streaming stuff oh i do 
uh, I watched this this show. I don't think it's going to be a second season because it 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 it's more like a mini series than it is a show because the it has a beginning and a very finite end to it. It's called The Head. It's a porn. No, it's not a porn. Is it Chernobyl? It's um not in the fact that it's based. I don't think it's based on anything real. I think it's originally it wasn't originally a show meant for America. I believe it was like HBO Asia or something like that was where it originally showed on. I think the creators are actually it's from Spain. The creators from Spain. But the head is about a research facility in Antarctica that's being run. Um, people during, of course, during the winter it gets extremely cold. So about well, probably more than half of the researchers leave the facility for the winter. They fly out and then they come back during the summer again, right? But some, some Are of you describing the plot of the thing. No, I don't know. I don't have I watched the thing. I don't think I have. Anyway, so the the don't ruin this man. So there's <laughs> so there's a, a handful of people that stay behind every year and stay at the research facility to take care of the equipment and what they're researching. I don't know if I tell you if it's going to give away anything, but anyway, I'll leave it to whoever wants to watch it. But but it's not. <laughs> it's microbial and it's not a thing. Anyway, so these handful of people stay behind and they spend the winter in this facility to keep the ongoing research and take care of everything. And uh, so it, you watch everybody leave and then it show picks up everybody. The people come back and something has happened. And so the I think it's six episodes. Um, so during these six episodes, you kind of try to figure out what has happened. So it's like a mystery more so. I wouldn't I suspense. Don't, yeah, very. It's a suspense mystery driven show, and I en- I enjoyed it a lot. Well, what's streaming is that? What? It's HBO. HBO, okay. HBO you Max, yeah. yeah. HBO Asia. Yeah, HBO Asia. I guess it's original thing, but now it's on HBO Max. So, uh, it's wait, wait, wait. mostly English, but okay, there is some. It's mostly okay. English, but there are some Danish, I believe, spoken international with subtitles in, uh, in the uh, in the how'd show. How did you discover this? Just scrolling on HP to pop up. I on don't the even know, but I'm I, I'm glad I did. So yeah, if this show like it's uh six episodes and um even if it doesn't get a season two, like that it it is its own beginning and end of a okay. story. So cool, cool. like I, I'm not even sure I want them to do a season two, but because uh, like I I like it just the way it is. So hmm. but they could. I mean, of course, like anything, you can mm-hmm. make more if you want to, mm-hmm. but. Right on. Have any of you guys seen Ascension? I have not. So this is like a, it's like a, to me, to me, like a Firefly level tragedy. Oh, in no. that like a show that was really cool and got canceled. Yeah. I think it's on Netflix. It's still really cool to watch the first season, but the concept is so cool. So you guys understand like the concept of what a generation ship is. Right. Yeah. Where like <clears throat> wherever they're going is going to take so long that like multiple generations. So they have to live on this ship. Yeah. So the show starts with all these people on this generation ship, and then it's slowly revealed that basically they're an experiment to see if a generation ship would work, and they never left Earth, but none of them know that. So there's like oh, wow. this whole like outside corporation is like monitoring them, but they're all thinking they're really in space on this like generation trip. I'd be I, so pissed, dude. I, I, you I, you talked to me about this show. I don't remember if it was on the podcast. Right it was a really then. cool show, and it got it just was one, it yeah. got canceled, and then. Actually, the, around the time I watched that show, what reminded me of it was what you were saying. There was another show on, that's on Netflix that I think got canceled after one season called Helix, which is like research at an Antarctic facility type deal with mm-hmm. like a horror elements that was pretty mm-hmm. cool, too. 
This isn't, I wouldn't call this horror. I would call it more mystery, like suspense, mm. like driving you to try. Because as it goes on, you're trying to figure out what happened with the, the people in the show. That's the Helix is a yeah, lot. Like okay. That. All right. So, yeah, it's, it's, and you know, and it gives you a lot of that, like, suspense isolation, how much mm-hmm. isolation these people are in as well. Um, and you, it, the show does a just great job of character building because you get to know some of these people a, enough. To where when you come back and things have happened, you kind of understand these characters a little bit and what's driving everything. So, um, yeah. Yeah, mm. I, 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 I recommend the show to, any, like, to anybody. What? Head? The Head. The yeah. Head. Okay. Um, anybody else got any streaming stuff? No streaming stuff? Video games? Anything? No? Okay. Um, I was going to uh, bring up video games because I eventually want to do an all-video game episode. So uh, keep that in the back of our minds there, because um, we did uh, we did an all comic book vid- uh, podcast mm-hmm. recently. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do the same um, at some point with video games. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, Battery Bill issue five, a five issue miniseries by Daniel Warren Johnson. I just finished it, and I recommend it if you just want a quick Marvel action adventure story with killer art by Daniel Warren Johnson. He was also the writer on it, but it just finished up. I read the issue this morning, the fifth issue. It was a lot of fun. Um, let's see. Uh, it. Uh, I talked about it enough. It, it's, wor- it's worth. Uh, it's one of those comics where you can just read five issues and the story's done. It's, you don't have to keep reading it forever, but it was a lot of fun. And I'm going to um, now pick up the other book, Daniel Warren Johnson, uh, published last year that i have around here somewhere it's the wonder woman um dead earth i'll pick i'll pick that up next um and then um marvel's what if is about to drop next week so that'll be something to look forward to to talk about i think it's a great idea is that going to be weekly or is it going to drop i think i think it is going to be weekly uh wednesdays i'm pretty sure um i hope they i hope they just keep making these like they do 10 like i think it's a 10 episode season and i hope they just keep every year making more because they could make more because for the movies yeah. yeah as the as the movies come out and the tv shows they can come up with ideas for new what ifs uh i do wonder if disney's gonna stick with their week by week drops or because they're still getting their content machine spun up still and yeah. i feel like competing with all these other services they intentionally chose the week by week drops so that people wouldn't cancel their subscriptions after like a day when they watched the whole show. Yeah, so I wonder if they'll break. The, I wonder if they'll. Uh... But I've heard a lot of people say they like it too, so they may. I kind of like not... it. I mean, when everything drops all at once, there is that aspect of you just binge it and you don't really think about it and it doesn't build up like any excitement. So I, my counterpoint to that is there's so much shit these days that we just like absorb on a daily basis that like the week period between episodes, you fucking forget everything that happened. And it's so hard to to you're constantly like, what happened last episode? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Even when I'm reading like comic books, like I, if I read like the last issue, like last week, I'm like, what yeah. the fuck happened? And, you're like, the last and it's always pages, better to yeah. just kind of watch it all to get the full experience to just kind of watch it all in a couple days. That's I, they're so they both valid make, points. Uh, like, like, would you rather be? Movie yeah. and just pause well, that's it. what they are, right? Yeah. Would you rather be more excited yeah. to watch it, or no? It is nice though <clears throat> when you're married. 
and just like forces you to sit down and do something mm-hmm. every week. Ian, do you want to bring up Wellington Paranormal since now you've actually watched some of it? You oh, brought it up yeah. before. Uh, I mean, I haven't watched as many as you. I've watched three episodes. Oh, okay. Um, I, well, I like it. It's I funny. can also talk about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, go ahead. Go ahead, Jason. But yeah, so if, if you like what we do in the shadows, like you'll like this show. Oh, yeah, really? Um, It's what's it's the it's Taika Waititi's creation. And you know what? What there's in New Zealand, there's three going on four seasons. This is just either it's WB or HBO Max. You can watch it on either. Or it's giving you sequentially episodes in the first season. So there's going to be a lot of catching up to do. But they're dropping them as if the show is new here. So um, they're very short. What, how, what are they, like 20, 25 yeah, minutes apiece? Right. So it's like very sitcom length. Uh, and they, I like it. It's different than what we do in The Shadows because it's set actually in Wellington, New Zealand. So you get that feel of some of that New Zealand ty- uh, New Zealand feel and New Zealand type humor. So it's different in that aspect. So, but it's also the very goofy, cre- creative type humor that Taika Waititi is known for. So, wouldn't you say so? I'm, yeah, I mean, I, I liked it. I would say I didn't like it as much as you did. Um, I, I found some of the episodes to be a little bit like dragging, but it's a perfect show to throw on if you yeah, want to like, yeah. mess around your phone too mm-hmm. and still get some good humor in there. And it's 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 a light watcher. It's just yeah, like very slapsticky type goofy humor it's humor, good yeah. to have it on if you're in the background if you have no it's good to wa- have on if you have space jam 2 in the background playing. Oh God. Yeah, God, yeah. <laughs> i'm just playing i know matt watched or kind of watched it recently well, yeah, they're, yeah they're not it's not a show you're going to get anything out of it's just a show to kind of just it's just fun yeah, yeah well just, yeah. Uh, what we do in the shadows is yeah, purely exactly. just fun it's that I don't, yeah. uh, uh, which is coming back uh soon here, yeah uh, in a couple months here um i uh let's see what else um oh and then a correction i think i don't know if it was on me or on you jason we talked about beta rebuild a couple episodes back and um i think i'm pretty sure he's going to be in the new taika watita thor movie but christian bale is act, uh, i think we attributed christian bale to be cast as beta rebuild yeah but it's He's playing another Thor character. He's playing Gore, the God Butcher. Okay. That's such a kick-ass name. Yeah, it is pretty badass. Uh, So I'm not sure who's playing Battery Bill in that, but um, I just wanted to make a correction there to to the listeners there. Um, Oh, I started reading a new comic. Uh, Have you ever heard of Die? Spelled D-I-E? It's... I've I heard used to of it. see it on like the image site, and I'm like, "Die!" That sounds like hardcore. <laughs> and then uh, it's the singular of dice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, it's like um, Dungeons and Dragons meets Jumanji. Nah, um, yeah. but like with very adult themes. Um, but also the author, the the author does this cool thing at the end of each um, volume. If you get like the trades, where they do essays about like their writing process. And they really they talked about how they wanted to do Dungeons and Dragons, but they did, like everyone knows fucking Dungeons and Dragons. Mm-hmm. So they did all these really cool spins on like the archetypes. So like the fighter is like the boring, like straightforward, just like kills things with their sword character. Yeah. But in this, the fighter is the grief knight, and he can only use his sword when he feels immense grief. And wow. then one of the other characters can control human emotions. So there's like this tension where the other guy doesn't want to be sad. And this guy can make him oh, sad, wow, but it's cool. the only way they can fight. So they like they show him like the first Suicide Squad movie, and <laughs> well, they talk like, about like his 
kids who died and stuff. It's a dark comic book, no, but it's really it's cool. cool. And it's like uh, fantasy. So I haven't read any fantasy comics. Well, I was reading Monstrous, too, I guess. But I really like it. Die. Die. That's you a great are, idea for a comic. Yeah. You are on the deep end of comics, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's some good How stuff big out is there. your library? It's about now. 10 feet down right now. I've read three whole series and I have oh, like well. two in process. Tell me, tell me this. Okay. Cause when I go down a rabbit hole with comic, or at least, uh, cause I, you know, at least for me, I, I was really into them when I was a teenager and then kind of got out of them a little bit in college and then got back into them hardcore. And then I think I got out and it, this last time was the third time back in when you're discovering what you like, what you don't like. Eventually I, because you get drawn, at least me, I got drawn to the art first because it's a visual medium first. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually, I start following writers. I'm like, well, fuck, I love that story. Let me see what else. Have you done any of that? Or do you already do that in the first place? Do you follow writers? Or does it, or, or are you just following? You're, it seems like you've I'm, been going for early, genre. Well, yeah, early enough that like I'm just. Yeah, genre and seeing what pops out at yeah. you. I'm just like bored with TV. Like, yeah. th- there's nothing on TV that interests me mm-hmm. right now. So The head. There you go. <laughs> He's yeah. It interests you. You just um, don't know it yet. Yeah, uh, there's, there, there's content everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, right? Like there's TV, there's comics, there's mm-hmm. movies. So yeah, why not? I feel up? like the, the type of stories that I like mm-hmm. are so budgetarily restricting mm-hmm. that, that those kind of TV shows only come out like once a year yeah, type of yeah. deal. Like Loki, like something like that. Right. That, that's partly why I'm doing the no binge kind of thing. Cause I'll find something I really, really like. And I'm like, well, do I binge it in a weekend and then I'm out of a show that I really like? Or do I just uh, an episode a week? And mm-hmm. then I'm like, okay, well, I know next weekend I'll have something I really want to watch. So that's my thing. Because, yeah, there's tons of TV shows out there. But, I mean, realistically, 10% of it is fucking good. Uh, I know good is subjective. But anyway, um yeah, no, I was just curious how you were uh, kind of. Well, that's a great idea though for die like with the Jumanji, like because Jumanji was already a story, but why not with uh, Dungeons and Dragons style kind of? I mean, it's a great idea because there's plenty of people who aren't. There's a whole um, uh, demographic or not demographic, but a following of uh, Dungeons and Dragons people fans. Um, Dungeons and Dragons not the not the nerdiest thing possible. It's anymore. It's mainstream. It used now. to be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but listening to listening to Cody and Cambria while playing Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> is the nerdiest thing you can do. Um, but um, we'll. Uh, I we'll, should go ahead, please. I should bring up since I brought up HBO over and over again. I, there's a new uh, stand-up special from Tig Notaro oh, yeah. that's uh, all completely animated. So she's kind of like her her stand up is very story related stories, uh, and as she's telling them, you get animations of what she's talking about. So it's very unique. I I I found it it's pretty enjoyable. I liked it. It's on Netflix. It's on HBO. Oh. I uh, that reminds me. I, we never brought this up. So we talked about that shitty fucking shitty ass shitty zombie movie. What was it called? 
Army of the Army of the Dead. Yes. Yeah. Did you know that Tignataro was never on set and she was fully CGI'd yes. into and, the and entire I, and I heard, movie? And I heard it's I heard flaw- like I heard it looks it natural. It is flawless. Yeah. I had no idea until like months after I watched the movie. She replaced And then um, they showed like the, the wipes and stuff to prove that she really wasn't there. They they completely erased somebody who was on set for all of the scenes because he it, it was a comedian he, like, sexually uh, assaulted somebody or something. It, it was a uh, uh, yeah, it was the guy that was soliciting. He was he was grooming yeah. young girls. Yeah. yeah, and so they they took all this footage and like fully erased this guy and just pasted her over the top and it is flawless. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it that is impressive. You, you if you didn't know, know, you would. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, e- even like the parts where they're showing her standing on stage doing the stand-up, it's still her. It's it's still an animated version of her. Oh, and, the, and so the things happen like on the stage, like as she's making, like she makes comments about a spider appearing on stage, like an animated spider appears. Like that's a cool concept. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I liked it. Um, yeah, man, I've been trying to get into more stand-up. I've actually gone back, <laughs> following a stand-up that I used to like. That he died. Uh, 10 years ago uh greg gerardo geraldo gerardo oh yeah that's way back yeah um it's it's weird because it's like it is way back but it isn't because he'll be talking about stuff that's more that's relevant today still but then he'll drop he'll pull a matt damon and drop f-bombs like the f-bombs that are derogatory towards homosexuals like but then he's like like and Greg Gerardo's uh, stand-up on the set I was listening to, he's talking. He like he he has a he has a couple jokes where he's defending gay people. He's like, ah, oh, what's the you know well, they should get married. And this is before they was legal right. for them to get married. So he's he's pro. He seems pro gay, but then he's also and just because he dropped f bombs, I don't I, I don't want to get all into it. But he's dropping that word freely, and I'm like, oh, that no way would he be able to get away with that today. So it was like. It's like, oh, he's kind of talking about stuff that we're still dealing with now, but right now we can't say that. So it's kind of a weird kind of. It must and because he's dead, he gets a pass. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that. But like, at the time, it was freely thrown around. Mm-hmm. But that had to have been. I have to look up when that stand up. A bundle it, of sticks. It probably like yeah, right, yeah. I, if I were to guess, it was probably like fifteen years ago, something like that. Where, yeah. Wasn't he one of like the Comedy Central roast yeah. guys? Yeah, yeah, oh, he was. A, I remember that period. They were going like a one a week. I felt I like. know. Yeah, uh, he was one of the better ones. And uh, I was just going back listening to stand because Jason came up to me the other day and brought up the Tintara one, which I thought that was a cool idea, the animated aspect of it. But man, like stand up is like few and far between. Like, I, and then you recommended one recently, um, Matt. Uh, yeah, Bo Burnham inside, Bo Burnham, but yeah. like I don't consider that stand up. Uh, don't go uh, into that like yeah. it's stand up. Yeah. Hey, but he is a stand up though, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. But, but that that project he just did is more performance art. Yeah, I would call it like performance art. I mean, it is funny, mm-hmm. but there is no single point where he's standing up telling yeah. jokes. Yeah, it's all music. Yeah. Okay. You know what I wondered with the Tignataro thing was like when she's interacting with the crowd, like they show the crowd animated. So like there's oh, animated wow. people that she's talking to. So I'm like. So, but I wondered, it's like, did they take footage from the crowd and did they actually <laughs> animate the crowd to what they really looked like when she was doing this special? Yeah, I bet they did, yeah. So I was like, if you went to that show, did you get animated into oh, this HBO cool. thing? So no. I was like, man, that would be pretty cool. <laughs> um, that's on Netflix, right? Uh, HBO Max. HBO Max, yeah. Tignataro. I was telling you the other day, I was like, I have no idea where I, 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 I've known her 
in stuff for quite a while now, but I have no idea where I first what I first saw her in. It might have been like stand up, like on TV somewhere when like Comedy Central had you know half hour stand ups yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I love that. It's a it's a it's a it's an art form for sure. The um, stand up, but it just there yeah. are, isn't enough out there. And I know we just went through our COVID year and whatnot, but. Um, Matt, you had something to do with a deep fake. Uh, I'm, I have two music recommendations. Right. So the first is Billie Eilish has a new album out. Yeah. And uh, I just, she's like a once in a generation talent. Like I, I can agree. understand why people don't like her. But um, I, I was just listening to this guy the other day who's like a music producer and he just goes over the top 10 hits and like he just raves that her music is like it's on the pop charts but it sounds like nothing mm-hmm. else out there mm-hmm. so uh i haven't listened to the new album but i'm excited for that mm-hmm. but i want to shout out bury a friend which is on her first album okay which is like not a pop song at all okay and the music video is fucking like horrifying <laughs> but okay. it's really cool and then uh now to the deep fake so paul mccartney has a new song with beck oh yeah yeah and the music video is is like I would just describe it as Paul McCartney is the coolest motherfucker in the whole world. Wow. But like the basically the whole video is just Paul McCartney, his young face deep faked onto a body, just walking into the camera dancing and singing. Mm-hmm. And then the the background changes through like 70s, like mm-hmm. um, psychedelia mm-hmm. and like all kinds of stuff. And it's mm-hmm. the coolest music video. Wow. The song is good, not great, but the music video is amazing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And like... Okay. It's especially amazing because if you ever watch the corridor crew and stuff and they talk mm-hmm. about how they do deep fakes and stuff like that, there are scenes where the hallway is strobing, like the lights are changing and the lights on the fake face mm-hmm. are like matching the lights in oh, the room. Wow. And it's really impressive. Okay. And I bet if you really, really, really look at it, you can tell that it's not real. Obviously, we all know Paul McCartney died Uh was that like in the middle of the Beatles career, right? Yeah, it was still, they were still the Beatles, yeah. Paul, uh, Paul is dead, yeah. No, but um, everyone knows Paul's not 20 years old, but mm-hmm. it, it's a pretty astoundingly well done deep fake. Wow, yeah. Um, huge Beatles fan. Um, I think I had my rankings real quick, I think. I have my rankings of best and rankings of favorite. So best, um, man, this is a tough one. I would put John Lennon first and then paul mccartney but after this conversation paul mccartney could i don't know yeah paul has jumped up recently in my yeah because also the their uh, solo careers paul's had a pretty solid solo career yeah had more of a solo career but still when wings came out that was a fucking huge thing so my ranking right now as of right now for best so objectively paul um john lennon Paul McCartney, John George Harrison, and then Ringo. That's my objective what? ranking. My subjective ranking, my favorites, George Harrison, Paul McCartney, Ringo, and then Lennon at the bottom for my favorite. But did, did you just say Paul McCartney's dead? Did you not? You never heard yeah, that? It was a, a conspiracy theory. And like if you, albums, if you play yeah. like oh, an album backwards, okay. it sounds like they're saying Paul is dead. I forgot about that. It's like that. a whole thing. It, obviously, we weren't alive then, but apparently it was a yes. whole thing. I had forgotten all about that. People, I didn't get the reference at all. People were freaking yeah, if out. If you Google Paul is dead, you'll get I, like I rem- infinite I remember results. that. I remember that now. <laughs> oh, God, I had forgotten all about that. All right. 
Um, so we'll wrap it up unless anybody else has anything else. Anything else, guys? No. And Matt, Jason. So. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, Jason and Matt, tell me. No, don't tell me because I know. But tell the listeners where else they can find you guys. Well, you can find us at the uh, Listen and Impossible podcast, which is um, you might learn something, but mostly you probably will just have a laugh as our, at our stupidity. But segment based, there's facts. There's that we'll have a debate every, and then every episode's different. We do different stuff. We talk about different stuff. Um, what was the what was the last? Oh, the last episode we talked about how. Uh, that's out right now. We talked about how why and how Mexico City is now currently literally oh, sinking yeah. into the ground. Um, we also talked about uh, a town that has this had a fire burning underneath of it for I don't know multiple decades and why and Matt's uh, theory on how uh, tannerite and trash caused that the underground fire. Um, what else? Oh, the the city in Alaska that has that like most of its population is just in one building. Um, so you make it sound like someone's going to learn. Something. I know. Well, yeah, <laughs> you will not learn anything but from this podcast. You will learn about that stuff, but it's mostly us being idi- Id- idiots. Is it narrated by David Attenborough? It's not. It's not. But <laughs> he turned down my no, letter. No. <laughs> but that and he's like, please stop writing me, sir. <laughs> All right. And I can't do David Attenborough. So listen, impossible. So listen, impossible podcast. Yep. Yeah. Anywhere you get your podcast, go on iTunes, leave a review, five star mm-hmm. review. On a, no, it's I hate egging people on with the five review because then yeah. they'll put, go on there and put it. We accept five yeah. star reviews and hand drawn pictures of dick butt. Dick yeah, butt. that's actually pretty. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. So um, let's see. Uh, Mind Grenade. MindGrenadeStudios.com is where you can find a feed of the podcast and some artwork that I put up recently. Um, we're on Twitter at MindGrenade1. Uh, what's your guys's? Um, did you already give it? Impossible underscore pod. Yeah, that's where you can find us on Dead Twitter. Twitter. Yep. And we'll let us we'll let you know when new episodes are are out on Twitter. Uh, let's see. Our email address is mgtwenty one four at gmail.com. That's mg twenty fourteen at gmail.com. I'll have that written down in the show notes so it's easier to <laughs> decipher. And um, let's see. So thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. This has been Hector for Ian, Jason, Matt, and Topher McGuire saying so long, and we'll talk to you soon. I'm not your friend or anything. Damn, you think that you're the man. I think therefore I am. I'm not your friend or anything. Damn, you think that you're the man. I think therefore I am. I'm not your friend.